Welcome to all of you, and welcome to all who are listening on Torah Anytime and other platforms. To receive updates of our shiurim, please press the follow button and please share the shiur with at least two friends. As we contemplate Hanukkah and internalize its messages, we think of a common motif. An idea which we have heard pontificated about from pulpits since our youth. And that is decrying the glamour and glitz. The external attractions of Yava. Greek culture. And some of us have therefore picked up the message that Hanukkah is therefore a time to withdraw from society, a yantif of insulation, tread lightly, don't interact too much with the outside world, don't be too showy, be kind of self-effacing. I believe that is not an authentic Hanukkah message, and actually not an authentic Jewish message at all. It's not a healthy message of tzniyas. Don't be too beautiful. Don't be too in the limelight in terms of become withdrawn. Not a healthy message. I want to de- develop a more mature understanding of what Jewish yofi, Jewish beauty is about. Hanukkah yofi is about in contrast to the Yavanim's Hanukkah Tznius is about in contrast to the Yavanim's. Let's unpack It is true that Yavanim associates themselves with vanity, glamour, glitz, that sort of Yofi. When we are taught that Yavan descends from the son of Noach named Yephes, and the very name Yephes is interpreted, Nilashen Yofi, from the word beauty, as in a vain beauty. That is true. And Yavan does not appreciate the dignity of Kal Yisrael, the inner world, the Pneumius of Kal Yisrael, the Tzneus of Kal Yisrael, as evident by their attack upon the bias, the Jewish home whether in terms of their decree, insisting that each Jewish bride be violated by the general, whether, as Rambam writes, they actually insisted that every Jewish home's doorway not have a door. So this way, it would be penetratable from the outside. It would not be a safe, involatile zone of Tzniyas. Whether in terms of not simply the individual Jewish home, but the base Hamikdash, which the Yavanim breached, is called Penetrating the walls, the inner sanctum, the concept of bodies, because they are men of Chitzonis, men of externality. That is all true and very, very powerful. And in a similar vein, Yavah not only stands for a gaudy, superficial sort of beauty, but also a Sonius in the realm of conceit, gaiva, morale, right, 
that all of the great human intelligence of Yahweh in wisdom, in, in the arts, in sports, created a gaiva culture. And this is diametrically opposed to the anava, to the humility. And with this we understand the power of the Mishnah and Midas, which tells us that when the Jewish people recovered the base Hamash, they used to bow down in front of all of those subs, all of those breaches which they which they bowed what they were showing is we are people who submit ourselves to Hashem. In contrast to those Yavan, who are people of Chitsonius, not people who do not know how to withdraw at all in humility. They breach down walls. They don't appreciate the realm of of healthy withdrawals. We are bowing in submission. And hence Hanukkah, we are taught as the Yantaf of Huta. Huta, which means not only thanksgiving, but literally Huta means admission. Submission. Milashin Huta, because when a person says thank you to Hashem, they're saying it wasn't me, Hashem. It was you. Hanukkah is about subordination to a higher power, as opposed to the self unification of man And this is why Hanukkah, the battles of Hanukkah were raised with the Kohan. The Kohan, those figures who personify Kabod and Hashem. So this is kind of the background behind our opening point. Hanukkah is all about becoming a pleasing person, withdrawing from the world of glimmer or glitz. And hence this gives rise to the perception that Hanukkah is a yantav of insulation. However, let's consider the following trenchant point. The celebration of Hanukkah through the lighting of the menorah is appropriately Nereshubeso, a mitzvah performed by the household upon their home. It's the celebration of bias and the reassertion of privacy, inner sanctum. That I get. But where is the menorah supposed to be placed? Not in the home, but outside the home. Al Pesach Beis As for the original Takana, the original intention, the menorah is actually supposed to be placed outside. Right? or in imperfect conditions such as we live in, inside by the door, inside at the window. But the menorah is actually being shared, kursume nisa, spreading its light radiated to the outside. I thought this was a holiday about withdrawing from the outside world. I thought this was a holiday of insulation. But let's understand the power of what's been communicated here. Yes, we Jewish people insist on bias, insist on having an inner world. If we don't have an inner world, if we are external people, then we are superficial. You meet people sometimes, whether political animals or people whose ideas of pre-existent beauty is very gaudy, and they are just so superficial. You feel like you're dealing with piece of, pieces of plastic. Are you soulless or something? We totally reject that. We live in a bias in inner world. But when you have an inner world, when you have a dignity, when you have a sense of self, a sense of spirituality, then you are supposed to radiate your beauty to the outside. You have substance, you have virtue, you have beauty. Don't withdraw, now radiate. And that 
that's what Jewish thinks. But Tanuah is not an ugly woman to the contrary. The Mahos are holy matriarchs and all righteous Jewish women were beauties. But beauties from a sense of personal dignity of substance to me and I project substance. There's actually something very healthy relationally when a person carries a certain aura of mystique, which is part of tzimikas, that for everything they're sharing, they are appropriately concealing, hiding, and helping that you are seeing rays of me. You are touched by me. You are influenced by me. But there is so much more to me that remains to be experienced in a healthy, appropriate way. And this is true in the Gaiva realm as well. Anava does not mean walking away, walking around like a schlepper, no. It means I am a sense of peace. I am not bloating with conceit in a superficial way. I am a sense of peace. I have a sense of inner world which defines me. I am not defined by public image. I am not defined by how many followers I have on social media. I am defined by my own inner world. But I walk around and stride around with confidence in a sense of presence and persona. I comport myself in a princely fashion, exuding that peace. The bias radiates in the middle. And this is why the term describing Hanukkah, Hodah, means not only Thanksgiving, but as Kabbalah teaches us, Hanukkah and Hodah is linked to the word Ho, splendor. We know that splendor hod is one of the Kabbalistic attributes, one of the spheres. When the Hanukkah, the term hod, appropriately, it's the sphere of Arab HaKohen, Kohanim, Hashem or his descendants. Well, what is the connection, the connection between hod as in splendor and hodah as in the healthy submission of thanksgiving? Well, what is the that is a type of which is a makeup person with a thing. Not makeup put on, but when there's a thing that is so integral to who the person or the item is. Well, to pick up on the inner element, that requires a certain hodah, a certain submission. Right? A certain subordination of external self, of goof, to pick up. But when one does this, when one pulls back, withdraws, submits in Hodah, they are tapping into something beautiful, something innate which is beautiful. And the feeling that you inside is not lowliness, it's not nebbish cut. And the innate beauty of hope, which then naturally flows, as, as evident by the times when we find the current, for example, Moshe Rabbeinu's Paranarpan, Moshe Rabbeinu's rays of light when he descends down the mountain with the second Ruchah, famous rays of light, famously. 
drawn by various illustrators and so forth. Well, those rays from Moshe's forehead are called carne hope, rays of hope. Well, notice that Moshe has innate beauty, beauty that has honed him, hope. But the hope does not remain concealed inside. It radiates in rays of Karen, as depicted by all of those pictures. There were these as the horns, as the offshoots, rays of light spreading his inner hope. And therefore the people saw that innate beauty. Notice how hope, innate and internal, internal as it might be, naturally radiates. This is true regarding Moshe's county hope. I believe the same thing is true regarding Hanukkah and our submitting ourselves to deeper self, to Hashem, to Neshama. It's picking up on a beauty, an innate beauty, a pneumistic beauty, a sense of self, which will then naturally radiate forth, as represented by the Neshama. Well, as with every revelation we pine and return for that final breakthrough, which will sell us, which will be the final sell. This is what I'm about to share powerful, powerful breakthrough to support the whole shit. The notion of the the submission to reach a place of internality is all about then radiating forward, impacting the world as represented by the world. Because let's think of the phraseology which describes Hanukkah. These are things of Hallel, of Hodah, and Hallel. Hodah coupled with Hallel. The Kavush Manas Yemei Hanukkah These are not only things of Hodah, thanksgiving, and submission, but also things of Hallel, serenading Hashem with the Hallel. Well, why is Hallel so connected? I understand Hodah with its deep messages of thanksgiving, submission on my like and Hod, inner beauty rather than external, external beauty of the But why Hallel? Well, let's think of other false references, right? Where else the term Hallel appears, or similar term, similar expressions appear? To the, to the I understand why Hallel is more linked to Hanukkah than any other Yantaf or any other. There's a very interesting Pasuk in Eel, Parak Haftes. Nero It describes a light on the forehead, on the head, as the halo, as in the English word halo. realm of hotel, of submission. There is no more When a person's in a realm of power, they are serenading a elevated place, reveling in the glory of the divine, which they are articulating in their words, serenading Hashem. Hallel is an elevating position. Howell is a reveling position. Howell is a halo, behilo position of exuding the glory. As a ray of light, as a halo, so unmistakably resembles 
the Nerchanaka, which is also a light, placed outside. Here we have a convergence of words and convergence of themes regarding Hanukkah. There is a menorah in there placed outside, a halo of a menorah placed outside, and a halo of a hollow. Because the duality of Chodah and hollow is really the same duality as bias and menorah. There's an inner world. There's an innate presence of self. That is what Chodah's about. Submitting oneself to taboo to a beauty which is eternal. That is what a bias is all about. And why a menorah can only be a hopeless bias. But never believe that the final position is to conceal, to contain, to be insulated from the world. Rather, when I have that sense of beauty, that sense of inner glory, a sense of self which is not dependent on what anyone else thinks, it naturally exudes. It naturally radiates in a hollow, in a halo, in a behilo meriolai, whether in the hollow text serenade in Kashrav, or whether in the menorah outside, which is yet another radiating. So this study today, this convergence of words and themes, I, I think it forms our Hanukkah in a new light, and our entire concept of snakes in a new light. Don't walk around schleppy. Don't walk around with self-effacement and withdrawn. Be a person of substance. That the meaning is based on an inner core, an inner pride, an inner beauty. A powerful concept of persona, of self, of self-awareness. And then radiate. Walk around with a princely demeanor. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of Jewish pride, personal pride. Sneas means beauty. Be a more sophisticated beauty. Not a gaudy beauty, but rather a beauty who has hold, who has innate beauty that therefore radiates that beauty in a princely or princess sort of fashion. May we all be Zoha to actualize this elevated position of hollow the hodah, of inner person along with a halo and a radiance which will elevate all the world, all of our surroundings, not only in time, but the whole year round. Press the follow button to receive ongoing info regarding our shoe, and please share this shoe with at least two friends. Thank you very much, everyone.